Hi, hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Mark RNC Accent. This is Mark. Thanks for listening. The 400 listens milestone has been well and truly passed as of last night. And I sincerely thank you all for taking the time to listen to me. Remember to subscribe for more. Search Mark RNC on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Thanks to all those who hit like, hearted or retweeted and of listening on Apple Podcasts. As usual, I beg, I beg, I beg, please leave a rating and a review. Just a quick disclaimer before I start this week. I'm sick, so if I don't sound myself, that's the reason why. On to the episode. So, a surprise. Two episodes in one week. There's a reason for it, and I'll come to that at the end of the episode. What's this one about this week? Imposter syndrome. What it is and how it crept up on me. It's going to be a little bit heavier than the past few episodes. I urge you to hang on to what I'm saying, as I can assure you the message is strong. Here's a rather long definition. Credit (coughs) Wikipedia. Listen carefully and think, is this me? Imposter syndrome also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, or the imposter experience, is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments or talents and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomena remain convinced they are frauds and do not deserve all they have achieved. Individuals with imposterism incorrectly attribute their success to luck or interpret as the result of deceiving others into thinking they are more intelligent than they perceive themselves to be. While early research focused on the prevalence among high-achieving women, imposter syndrome has been recognised to affect both men and women equally. Imposter syndrome also occurs in the context of mental illness and its treatment. Certain individuals may see themselves as less ill, less depressed, less anxious than their peers, or other mentally ill people, setting their lack of severe symptoms as the indication of no or a minor underlying issue. People with this form don't seek help for their issues, seeing their problems as not worthy of psychiatric attention. Long explanation. It's also a term that my friends use to describe how they feel. I've spoken previously about the difference between my experiences with my accent as an identifier as to who and what I am. Uh, These friends have skin colours as theirs. When I first came across the term, I was quite shocked. I hadn't heard it previously. I had no idea at the time what it would feel like carrying such a burden every day. To paraphrase a certain superhero, with great knowledge comes great sorrow. Imposter syndrome is you being different to those around you and casting self-doubt on what you achieve to be there. Here's story one. It's 2011, I'm in Birmingham, UK on a new job and sucking up knowledge from anyone who can possibly supply it. The reason for needing new knowledge is that for years I had actually not really liked this company very much. Their products, their operating systems... 
And then I had the epiphany as something as simple as a phone. Up to this point, I had been lead admin for a web foreman. It was aimed at gamers over 20 years old, but didn't want to play with Call of Duty with kids. The form required a lot of work using something called vBulletin. Some coding was required as well. And no matter which mobile device I tried, nothing did everything until this new one came along. And that was the game changer. Me, I admitting I was wrong. So what did I do? I went and worked for the company. I've been there ever since. Anyway, back to the knowledge of seeking stuff on the new job. I learned quickly, finding the right people to help me and absorb knowledge from. On one particular day, I approached one particular guy with a question. On reflection, I could have easily found the answer myself. I felt it was the right thing to do at the time, give him his place and maybe help build some rapport. The answer to my question wasn't what I expected at all. He pretty much told me to go and find out for myself quite dismissively. Remember the microaggressions I mentioned in episode 18? Yeah, that's what it felt like. He probably won't remember that day, but I do. Then another feeling hit me. Maybe I'm in the wrong place. I don't have the knowledge needed to be here. Maybe I got the job through luck, by charm, or because I'm a few years, read several, years older than those around me. Imposter syndrome bit. Years later, I had a revealing conversation with the manager who actually hired me. The conversation was, as usual, with Gary. Very relaxed and informal, just a chat if you like. And I casually asked the question that had bugged me for so long. Why me? Why did I get the job over the 30 plus people that were interviewed? Easy, he said. I could see the salesperson in you. And that's what we need. Your story sold it. Validation. I still find it hard to take compliments even now. Never enough. The expert all seeking more. Flip side to imposter syndrome. As per the introduction to this episode, the condition was originally related to females in a business environment. That study by Dr. Pauline R. Clance and Dr. Suzanne A. Ames, as far back as 1978, was subsequently amended to include males. To this day, it hasn't been amended to include people of colour. And here's story two. The first time I heard of imposter syndrome was a conversation with a black colleague, and she described in detail what it felt to be female, black, and now living in the UK. She described her background, where she came from, again, in great detail, and how different that was to her life now in England. Although her life had changed beyond what most of us have experienced, there was still a sadness in her face. Despite the fact this person is one of the most talented artists I've seen, consistently gives top-level customer service, she mentors and coaches her colleagues without a thought for herself, nor seeking recognition for it, and is one person I have untold respect and love for. 
She told me she found it very difficult to accept she was so amazing, hence her imposter syndrome. I can't describe to you how sad that conversation made me, and the impact on me it has had, other than a catalyst for what you're now listening to, I related. Listening and empathising is one thing. Supporting and actively promoting the people you believe in is something much, much more. It's simply not enough to be that set of friendly ears nodding and empathetically smiling at the right time. We all need to make sure these awesome people get the recognition from those who can make decisions on their careers. Silence isn't golden. Silence is the enemy of progress and the friend of imposter syndrome. This is the 1st of October. October is Black History Month. I'd like you to go out and find what you can for yourself. I'd like you to be your own teacher then talk to others. Be a voice, be the support and mentor. Help us all, and it starts with you. This month is going to be one episode after another. As usual, the theme is Black History. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off saying, remember to hit subscribe if you haven't already. If you like what I'm doing, let me know by leaving a rating on your preferred podcast listening platform. If you have time to write up a review, please do it. You can reach me through markrnc.com or my Facebook page. Just search Mark RNC. Thanks for listening. Until the next time, hopefully I'll feel better. Keep smiling and the comfort of you being amazing.